0: Hi, welcome to our latest edition of the Shoespeak HR podcast. Interesting topic today, in so much as a football fanatic was found to not have a protected uh, philosophical belief. So we wanted to kind of uh, dig into that in a, in a bit more detail, not just because um, the facts, the fact that it was about football, make it interesting, but... But equally, because this is an area where um, there's lots of challenges, lots of tests in terms of, of actually what does constitute a protected philosophical belief, which is um, something that's protected under the Equality Act. Um, so individuals are often keen to establish that they have a philosophical belief um, because that then allows them potentially to be discriminated against. Um, so they, the case law is all about those arguments to understand whether an individual can proceed to bring a claim to say that they've been dismissed or they've been subject to a detriment because of their philosophical belief. So this particular case was McClung and Doosan Babcock Limited. Um, So Amy Leach, do you want to give us a little bit of background to the case itself before we dig into kind of what the outcome looks like and, and how we think the direction of travel will be after this decision?
1: Yeah, sure. Thanks, Andy. Um, so it's worth noting that this was like a preliminary hearing in um, the employment tribunal to basically consider if supporting a football club amounts to a protected philosophical belief. So Mr McClung, the claimant, so he had supported Rangers FC for around, I think it's about 42 years. So quite a long time. Um, been a member of the club. He received you don't have
0: yearly- a choice, Amy. You yeah. can't just step out once you're in.
1: <laughs> That's it. You're committed. You're committed. <laughs> um, he received yearly birthday cards from them as well. Uh, never missed a match, spent most of his income, um, aside obviously on the income spent on rent and food, etc., but spent the rest of it on attending their games, watching them on telly. Um, and he basically believed that supporting Rangers FC is a way of life. And it was as important to him as attending church um is for religious people. So it to him, it was everything. It was his life, it was a way of life. So the tribunal. Basically defined um, his belief as being a supporter of Rangers FC, um, but essentially concluded uh, at the end of the hearing that it wasn't capable of being a protected um, philosophical belief. Uh, So, Amy, I don't know if you want to tell us a bit more about the, uh, the judgment. But yeah, when the tribunal look
2: at philosophical beliefs, um, they apply what we call the Granger Test, and that's the name of the case where the the test came from. I'd give you the full name of the the case, but I actually don't know what it is. Um, But we call it the Granger Test. So that sets out that the belief must be genuinely held. It must be a belief, not an opinion or a viewpoint. It must be a belief as to a weighty and substantial aspect of human life and behaviour. It must attain a certain level of cogency, seriousness, cohesion and importance, and it must be worthy of respect in in a democratic society. So the tribunal looked looked at this test and applied it to the facts of the ranger's supporter. And I think one of the key things that the tribunal looked at was the definition of support and contrasted it with the definition of belief. So when they were looking at support, it was about being actively interested in and concerned for the success of something. So obviously, in this case, he was a supporter. He was concerned in the success of of Rangers Football Club. And they contrasted that with the definition of belief, which is more about an acceptance of something that exists or that something is true. So, again, obviously, being a supporter of football club, it didn't really fit into that belief category the tribunal also noted that the support the claimant's support for rangers was akin to a support for a political party and there has been case law on this previously that's made clear that support for a political party isn't worthy of protection as a philosophical belief The tribunal also said that his support for, for Rangers Football Club was akin to a lifestyle choice, so it didn't represent a belief as to a weighty or substantial aspect of human life, and it didn't have any larger consequences for humanity as a whole. One of the things that I thought was quite interesting was when the tribunal went on to say that there were a number of different reasons why Rangers fans would actually support Rangers and that there was nothing to say that Rangers fans as a whole had to act in the same in the same way or that they needed to behave similarly or anything like that so then going back to the test and looking at actually is that a belief that has a certain level of cogency seriousness cohesion importance and the tribunal just didn't think that it did and um, the only thing that they really said that these Rangers fans had in common was the fact that they all wanted their team to do well. And that just wasn't enough. I'm not a football fan myself. I'm occasionally subjected to discussions about Leicester and how rubbish they are. However, I do think it's the right decision. I personally just don't get how a how a, how supporting a football club could be a protected philosophical
0: belief. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Genuine I mean, you're football. a football
2: supporter, so you're like, mm, maybe, yeah.
0: No, I, I suspect genuine footballs could could emphasise with with the claimant's position here, but I, and the judgment brings into debate if support for certain clubs is is more than a strong wish for success on the pitch, and if it actually forms part of an person's identity, politics, and overall outlook on life. That the, the challenge for me is, and I dare say this was also a consideration of the tribunal, is that. It, this opens a huge floodgate if somebody's support, or, you know, kind of football is the UK's national game, you know, kind of it's the most well watched, it's the most well supported you know, so there is huge interest in it across the country and and to kind of label a football fan as as having a protected belief um, would and could cause huge amounts of tribunal claims to be brought. Now that's not to say that individuals can't in certain circumstances like the recent case about the veganism veganism in itself isn't but the, the particular lady who brought that claim went so far in terms of her beliefs um that that it was established in that particular case so it will be determined on, on a fact-by-fact basis and and the, these kind of cases i suspect notwithstanding this decision will keep keep finding their way across the tribunal's doors now you know kind of this particular case um involving the rangers fan was was a first instance decision so it's not binding um he still has an opportunity to appeal if he so wishes and as decisions like this are considered in the appeal courts it it may well be that we get more and more guidance on, on exactly what a philosophical belief is but it but it is one like i say which is becoming more and more popular there was the the, the relatively recently reported case of data of and CGD Europe. Um, and, and this was, again, considering philosophical belief uh, and involved uh, gender critical views. And, and it kind of gained a lot of publicity because JK Rowling tweeted about it. You know, so they, these kind of cases are, are certainly on the rise. Uh, do I think they will keep um, finding their way into tribunal? Yes, I do individual organizations just need to kind of consider the issues as and when individuals are putting forward their views putting forward their opinions and i'm not saying they have to accept because you know kind of in this particular case the rangers fan and and his assertions were kicked out at the preliminary hearing stage so you know kind of arguably the company were, were absolutely right to ignore them. Um, but like I say, it, just because this particular case has gone against the individual doesn't mean that future ones won't go against organisations. Again, Amy Anderson's favourite line is to kind of policy, 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 and, and effectively, you know, kind of have those equality policies, treat people the same, make sure that individuals aren't um subject to to unfavorable treatment, you know for for anything. and and then that kind of negates any kind of accusation that you know kind of I'm being discriminated against because um type of argument. So kind of having clear policies and making sure that you kind of you stick to them is a surefire winner in terms of protecting a business. So um very interesting case. Um, I, I've done well not to mention. My team, Leeds United, during this, but for no apparent reason, I'm just going to throw it in. I'm sure Leeds have lots of fanatical fans that would uh, not agree with this decision, uh, as as most clubs up and down the country would. So, but thank you for listening. If anybody has any other weird and wonderful stories about. Philosophical beliefs and whether they should be protected characteristics. We'd love to hear them. So do get in touch, shoespeakhr at shoesmith.co.uk. I can relatively recently recall. Essex ladies um, wanting to be categorised as having a protected characteristic as well. So that was an interesting case a few years ago, which which didn't have any success. But I I think the the premise of their argument was that we are always labelled as being blonde bimbos with no brains, um, and, and therefore we need protecting. They didn't succeed, and I'm sure that's not a genuine held belief by Uh, most people up and down the country but like i say any any weird and wonderful experiences that our listeners have faced we would love to hear from you thanks amy's speak soon Bye. bye. bye